I don't want Boston to have a hard time editing this before we release on Monday. Beautiful people of the internet, welcome to the BRB AFK podcast. I am your humble producer, Boston McCown. Here in the studio, as always, we have the time being, Scott. Yes, yes, yes. And our lust- illustrious host, uh, Mr. Ryan Shipley. That's pretty cool. That is that Gravy Rainbow you started with? A son of a... Is that, was that Gravy Rainbow that we started the episode with? You know what? I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I figured you would be. It is my favorite song in the entire world. I get it. If you've it. ever been on Facebook at all, you know that it is my favorite song in the entire world. And anytime someone asks for a recommendation on a song, they get Ravy Rainbow. They I, knew better than to ask me. I just want to hear Darius Rucker do a version of it. <laughs> well, that's fine as long as I'll go see him in the concert. Yeah, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Continue, Boston. Actually, Ryan, I want to I let you handle this one. Oh. oh. Coming to us straight from L.A. Or... It's close to LA for I don't want anybody like stalking her. Um, actually, I just actually made it worse. <laughs> you need to say, should I do this, Ryan? <laughs> Probably actually 15 miles from LA, if we're being honest, with traffic maybe an hour. Um, no, it's my friend and your friend, Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Welcome. I'm actually from Culver City, California, which is less than 15 miles, but more than one mile and how i knew that is when i went to e3 three years in a row my hotel was in culver city (gasps) it was yes where in culver city i don't remember where but i remember there was like this little almost like a mall that had a theater and then the other side there was like a little early bird uh diner it may have actually been called early bird diner i don't remember (laughs) Was I just it, remember there's a lot of old people. Was it an old hotel? No, it was kind of a fan. You know, I'm a fancy boy. It was a fancy hotel. I had ask Tavis. Oh, God. Ask Tavis. Yeah. Was it like um, shaped like a flat iron building? I don't remember. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I think you were not in Culver City and you were in Century City. You know how I know it's Culver City? How? Because the grass was green and the girls were pretty. That's not how that goes. It, I mean, it's closed. That's Paradise City. That's how it goes. Why don't you take me down to Culver City where the grass is green and the girls are pretty? You, sir, are no Axl Rose. That's actually a compliment. When we were at E3 together, I know you had to leave at some point to go have dinner with someone. Was that with Sarah? No, I wasn't hanging with Sarah at that point. That was I went to dinner with Tavis, who's coming up in the next episode. He's our walking dead friend. And some others that I don't know if Sarah knows them or not. Okay. Blue, no yellow, and yellow, no orange. I do know them. They're the bicolors. This is like going way back. Yeah. Yeah. This doesn't make any sense to anyone else. We used to be a part of the X-Men. We had really bad code names. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't even have one. I was like Jean Grey. <laughs> nice. <laughs> she don't need one. You're just that BA. Yeah. You didn't need oh, one. Wow, she did. 
She didn't have a code name, did she? And no. then Marvel Girl for Not a while. Until she came evil, oh. right? And then she was like all Phoenixy, but no. Well, then she was the Phoenix. Oh, and also, by the way, you know, last week when we were talking about Green Lantern, and I said Ratliff is going to get mad at us because we are getting stuff wrong. Yeah. He did PM me and let me know that we got <laughs> stuff wrong. He told me that they changed it to yellow, the color, the weakness for him, representing fear. It's not just the collar anymore. And he says, hasn't been in a long time. Uh, it was all, it was that all-star that did the stupid prank was supposed to be a joke. So, uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. That sounds about right. There's probably more to it, too. And Ratliff will tell us when he comes back on. Ratliff is a big Green Lantern fan, Sarah. I couldn't care less about Green Lantern. Sarah does <laughs> not like DC. seems like a real nice person, though. Yeah, Ratliff's great. Yeah. But Sarah is not a DC person. It's not that I'm not a DC. I wasn't a comic reader, and so uh, all of the DC movies have been shit. Can I say that? <laughs> you can you say can that. Oh, oh wait. Sure. Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry, you guys. Get, you get fined every time you do. Just oh, like well, that's right. Guys, that's I forgot good. to tell her. We don't cuss on this. This is actually... Oh, you now, son of a bitch. It is a pop culture podcast, but yeah. it's a pop culture podcast where each episode, we dissect episode of the VeggieTales. Yes. Oh. <laughs> we're this week we're on season three, episode oh, two. I love which, Jesus. Ironically, is my favorite episode. Yes, and what we do at the end of it, Sarah, is mm-hmm. we also think back to our favorite episode of that show where Kirk Cameron would go to Las Vegas and scream <laughs> at people that they were going to go to hell. <laughs> I think that's so, just his life. That's not even yeah. a TV I show. You're right. I believe that's exactly yeah. what it is. I, I think this week's episode of Veggie Tales, and it's not because I'm Googling to look for one right now, mm-hmm. but this week of we're going to do Larry Boy, Larry Boy and the Bad Apple. Oh. Hey, that was a good one. It's a great yeah. episode. This is you sweet. know what? I thought that one was kind of crappy. I really like... How dare you talk about that episode? The toy that saved Christmas was really just magical. That one's good. I thought yeah. it was eh. Oh, damn. That's controversial. Fighting. (laughs) You know, have you ever talked about how Toy Story is a total ripoff of a Jim Henson movie? No. What? Which we have not. Go on. Go on, Sarah. We're all we're all ears, Sarah. Yes. Okay. So in the 1980s, there was this made-for-TV Christmas movie called the the Christmas toy. And it was Jim Henson, so it was like puppets, and it's a, there was this um, bear puppet named Rigby who was the favorite toy of the little kid, and they were worried about what was going to happen when, when the Christmas presents came, and there was like this crazy space woman warrior who was the new toy, and they all freaked out that they were going to take over, and blah, 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 blah. It's like, the oh. f- right? Hmm. Dang, that, that sounds oddly familiar. You should yeah. look it up, but it was like actually really dark because Jim Henson, I think, was kind of twisted in a lot of ways. But if the toys, like a person saw the toy moving, then they would die forever. What? Okay, that's yeah. different. <laughs> Happy Christmas, kids! Can you imagine that happened in Toy Story? That little punk ass yes. bully would have died. <laughs> I wonder what the amazing? kids would have done then. Yeah, or like yes. the penguin squeaker. The... Squeak, squeak. <laughs> The Christmas toy. I guess they didn't think they didn't think kids were as much of pussies like the Veggie Tales. They know kids aren't pussies. But <laughs> for that, for that, for those wondering, it came out in 1986. Okay. okay. Yeah. You know, it kind of sucks. He died way too young. Henson. Yeah, but he didn't believe in like medicine. He didn't believe Wait, it existed. What? 
They were like, Henson, look, we have Tylenol right here in our hand. That's bullshit. Smoke and mirrors. He was like one of those, uh, the religion or whatever that he followed didn't believe in like medical intervention. So he had a treatable illness, I believe. I could be making this up completely. Oh, he died of toxic shock syndrome. Oh, wow. Thanks, Wikipedia. What was that? What's that? Like when, like in that movie Will Smith was in where he killed himself with a stingray? No, toxic. <laughs> I'm gonna get girly here. It's like a, it's like a disease that it's like a bacterial thing. Like, oh, oh, no. oh that was a good one, Ryan. That yeah. got me. I hate that movie so much. What? I love, what? I didn't see it. I love so, that movie. So okay, so five pounds. The whole yeah, yeah definitely gimmick, didn't see that. Yeah, the premise of the film is Will Smith is trying to right some wrongs. So at the end of it, he kills himself with a stingray in mm-hmm. a bathtub. And his like plan donates is... His parts. Like donates a fish? His parts. No, no, no. It wasn't a stingray. It was... Jellyfish. Jellyfish. Yeah. So he, a jellyfish what? kills him in a, in a bathtub. Okay. And then he donates all his his body parts to these people who need, like, eyes or heart or whatever. Yep. The okay. problem with it is, wouldn't the toxins from the jellyfish make all those parts That's, not that... valid? I want to know what kind of fucking jellyfish this was that killed him. And it was actually called Seven Pounds. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, get it right I, was thinking, I was thinking the prequel. <laughs> where he does a test run. He goes, you know what? A five pound. I got two more pounds of meat in me somehow. So is seven pounds like the the amount of weight that all of his organs were? Is that like where the name comes from? I that's believe that's what it was, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it's so. It's the weight of the, weight of the human heart. One pound Aww. for every sin. Well, this is... It's the weight of the human heart. Well, this is yeah. really good. I don't have to see this movie now. And a really good cast. Well, it was 12 years old. Yeah. It, it's a, Basically, he was texting and driving, and he had a wreck, and his wife and child got killed, and he blamed himself. Well, so yeah. So he, could, he, couldn't, he, couldn't uh, he couldn't live with the guilt. Now, he's been, no. he was in another movie recently. <clears throat> Where he was himself? <laughs> Where he was himself. He well, fought like, himself. Yeah. That, um, <laughs> Jim I and I, man. I think I fell asleep. It was so bad. Hmm. Oh, Michael Ely was in Seven Pounds. I love him. Yep. He's so and pretty. Woody Harrelson and Rosario Dawson and Barry Pepper. Barry Pepper. What's he up to? I think Battlefield Earth really ruined him. I think so. Oh, Octavia yeah. Spencer was in it too. Oh. So apparently, yes, there is a. It was the it was the box it was the box jellyfish that he chooses to use as a suicide method. I don't remember what the logic was in the movie. But several scientists came out after the movie and went, yeah, that would have made your organs not viable for donation. Oh. Like me, like that me, like this scientist. Terrible. But yeah. the, idea, the idea was he, it was supposed to be like the most, uh, it was supposed to like kill him instantly. So it would theoretically preserve the organs. Mm-hmm. Was he in a bathtub of ice? Yes, in a hotel room. I don't remember it exactly. Because the, yeah. the whole movie is he's like, He's secretly vetting these different people that are going to get his his parts. I mean, do you get to pick that? Like, if you he he uh, did somehow. I don't know. That's bullshit. He he had an, he had an in with some people, and that yeah. that was the whole thing. Is he he yeah was his friends with like a doctor. Got... This movie sounds like garbage. Spoiler alert: It was. It was it was very moving until you apply logic to it. Yes, that's a really good way of putting it. Yep. You know what? Yeah. It was. You know why? It was written by a technical advisor from Home Improvement. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So clearly, uh, wait. Like, how did that 
So now, Tim, you need happen? you need you need you need to wear that tool belt a little different. If I was tool, if I was on, if I was on tool time, my belt would be a little bit more crooked. <laughs> I don't like he did. He was a technical consultant in home improvement. Wrote one episode of Sabrina the Teenage Witch, two episodes of Eight Simple Rules, and then wrote a Will Smith movie. This is the patriarchy. Oh, so he was on Eight Simple Rules after Ritter passed. <laughs> <laughs> When it was shitty, probably. Why is that? Why has that become like a running gag on the show? <laughs> I don't oh, know. I didn't know that. We, we talk rules. about eight simple rules a lot. That was, back then when Ritter was alive, R.I.P. It was eight simple rules for dating my teenage daughter. Oh, you're right. And then they changed yeah. it because he was dead. Yeah. Who brought? Who came on to replace John Ritter? Was it David um, Spade? Oh, that sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> That's probably who it was. <laughs> oh, I think you're right. That's. Wow, James Garner was on the show? Come on, Maverick. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Is he still alive? The, I went to the hospital that John Ritter died at. Same day? No, um, no, but I was there in the ER once. Whoa. Yeah. It's like I heard his ghost haunts the hospital. Well, I was there before he died, so maybe it was me that caused it. I bet there was a lot of weird it's gotta be weird living in LA, like being around because I know like um when Tavis was taking me on a tour. We went by the hospital where they shoot scrubs. Yeah, I don't even know like what that is. And there's like a giant sign on the outside that says, this is not a working hospital. Because ambulances <laughs> just come flying oh, wow. up with like a gunshot victim. And yeah. Turk and JD would be shooting a scene. Yeah, but were those like idiotic ambulance drivers? I like, don't they, know. They should know where the... You would I think mean, so. There's like seven hospitals within five miles of me. I, I really? know where they all are. That's uh, a two, lot three, of hospitals. Four, five, yeah. I tell you right now, I don't know how you drive every day in L.A. I don't. Oh, I don't either. I made Scott drive. Burbank to L.A. took us, what, two and a half hours? It's bullshit. Well, it's better if you know side roads. It but... does, it's not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's just what they tell you to make you feel better. It's it, Driving in L.A., is it's, it's definitely an art because you have to be both aggressive and patient yeah. at the mm. same time. I realized that after driving on the freeway for... You know, however many years that I've been here, when I went home, I'm, I grew up in Maryland. When I went to my parents, like their freeways are half the size of ours and have like half the amount of cars on them. So it, it must be very frightening for people who are not used to that. What if I'm aggressive and not patient? <laughs> then work? you will um, get into an accident. Okay. No, it's- uh, and the thing that pissed me off the most is one night when I was up there, Tavis and I went to the premiere of Will, uh, Matrix 2. Oh, look at you, mm. fancy pants. You know, not this Hollywood premiere, but just the premiere that night. That sounded a lot fancier than I want. I should have just went with the first <laughs> You should have just went with the first I was rubbing elbows with yeah. Keanu Reeves, me and Lawrence Fishburne are like that. Oh, yeah. But on the way back, we were on the freeway, and it was still busy, and this is like 2 or 3 in the morning. Yeah. I was furious. Well, was it a weekend? It must have it been. It was, uh, yeah, Friday yeah. night it had to be. Yeah, I mean, they're not like... I don't know. Actually, I haven't really gone like outside of my five mile bubble and since March. So okay. I hear the freeways are real nice right now. Oh, I, I bet. Um, yeah. Did you speak? I just wanted to mention Lawrence Fishburne that I smoked a cigarette with Lawrence Fishburne once. What? And that was rad. Where did this happen at? I'm not going to tell you. I don't Well, Actually, no. It was at Infinity War post party. He was there just chilling. Uh, was he? Yeah. Oh, no. Mm. 
Yeah, I guess he was. I think everybody was there. It was weird. So so when there's premiere events, there's yeah. there's two parties. There's the post party for like everybody. It's like a big huge thing. And then there's like the special party that's usually at a different location or in a different room that's for yeah. like all the famous people. So okay. somehow I ended up on the list yes. of the, like the famous person one. I didn't go to the movie, I don't think, but I went to the party. Okay. It must have been. It must have been that. And there was just. Are like, you a gate crasher? Is that what's happening here? No, no, no. We got invited. <laughs> okay. Benedict Benedict Wong invited us. <laughs> so weird. So Benedict <laughs> Wong was like, "Hey, why don't you come hang out?" He's okay. First of all, he's like the nicest person in the world. I was so sad when his Deadly Class show got canceled. Yeah. No, he is like super super nice and i have nothing bad to say about him he's friendly he's sweet he's charming he's down to earth he's great but we have helped him out with because he's british and he when he comes to la we've helped him out loaning him cars to drive around in okay and letting him know hey it's the other side of the road here buddy well no he he's smart enough to know that and so he's just oh he's just really friendly and nice so anytime i've been at like so like the famous people go to like the big person party for for like maybe like 20 minutes and like walk around and then they leave and go to their fun one so okay, even yeah. when i've been at the big people parties or the 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 big ones not the special ones he's come over and said hi to well mostly to arden but you know he says hi can you tell your magic story? What magic story? I have About so many the magic The person stories. that you got to see a magic trick next to that is no longer with us. What? Okay, damn it. I guess I what can't hide it. Um, she was at a magic show. Was it the premiere of Black Panther? Black Panther? No, as I'm... Doctor Strange. The Doctor Strange post party was at the Magic Castle, which for those who don't know, is this, is this old castle looking building in hollywood the hollywood hills and it's a magician's place and you have to have to be a magician to be a member of it uh, and and yeah. it's amazing they don't allow pictures in there you can get like a guest pass and if you get a guest pass you usually have to go and you have to have dinner and it's like you know fancy crazy dinner and mm. then after dinner you can go around and and watch magic shows and they they range from like a i mean it's not a big room but like a like they have the main room or like you can go down to a bar and the bartender's doing like card tricks. It's oh amazing. God. That sounds and like heaven to me. It's so cool. And so yeah. the, that was where the after party from Dr. Strange was. But oh. who did I watch? Uh, what? That makes sense. You said you saw a magic trick with Chadwick Boswick. I'm telling your story, oh, Sarah. Yes, I did. He was there because... They make all the Marvel people come. Oh, I forgot. About, oh, now I'm all sad. Don't be sad. <laughs> Here's a question. When they what? So you have dinner, right? At the magic show, right? Do they no. then just come by? Oh. Do the waiters come by and just magically make the dishes disappear? <laughs> no, the waiters. From are across the room, they raise, they fill your glass of water. I think they're magicians in training. I think it was Cary Grant was like a big supporter of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Boston I, probably knows a lot of this because Boston is are you a, a magician. Ma- magician. <gasps> I, I am, I am a, a very, very amateur. You should join the Magic Castle magician. so you can just give me like trips to it. Yes, you have Boston. To know you, magician. you have to know a magician to go. And I, la- I do know, I do know a magician who I believe has a has a membership. Although, is that Danny? I, I don't know about Danny. No, uh, Eric Tate. Okay, currently. As I, I helped him do some graphics for his new Twitch channel, Suspicious Wizard. Okay. Well, good. You should let him know that I would like to go to the Magic Castle again when reality comes back. Do we have Twitch <laughs> in Tennessee yet? No. Yes. yes, we do. Do you? 
Twi- twi- I thought we did, but it was just a meth head down the road. Ah! Yes. Meth is really taking off in Tennessee again. You guys are so behind the times. Yeah. No, we, we love it, meth. Here. It's called twatch here, not twitch. <laughs> yeah, twatch. Oh, you don't met twatch. You go in there and you watch. Yes. Wait, are we talking about Twitter or Twitch? What are we doing? We're doing Twitch right now, Sarah. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, I know somebody who works for Twitch. Oh. Did you get to talk at all with Chadwick, or was it just you no, guys watching oh God, Magic? No, so these things are like, no, unless like you're sitting down drunk as a drunk as That's whatever, yeah. suddenly like stealing some cigarettes from next to you, and Lawrence Fisherman comes up and asks, huh. like, you're not, I'm not. I mean, although that party was completely different because it was like all celebrities and like, it was so weird, and then like Rami Malek showed up and gave uh, Robert Downey like a giant hug. It was uh, I don't know. It was like that uh, was crazy. Art and I felt really out of place there. I would have. That would have been weird to me too. Yeah. I have. But free drinks, so hey. Two times I went in L.A. Two times I was asked for a cigarette by a by a celebrity. Yeah, celebrities. The first, they all they all <laughs> smoke. Yes. The first was Tavis took me to. Was it Six Flags, the one that they shot National Lampoon's Vacation in? Yes, sir. Okay, we went there, and I had my first funnel cake. And then we went Your to first? the... first? What is wrong with you? You don't, don't have know. or funnel cakes in Tennessee? We, we have cake. Um, and we have <gasps> funnels, but we haven't figured out how to put the two together yet. <laughs> uh, hold on. No, hold man. on, Ryan. <laughs> we know how to make funnel cakes in Tennessee. I don't know how That's you true. missed Dollywood. Out. Dollywood. I bet you funnel cakes in yeah. Tennessee are delicious. They probably make it with like real fat. We went to this small, the small bar to watch an anti-war comedy show. This was like in 2003, right before the Iraq War. Mm-hmm. And it was weird too because it was a week after that fire. Uh, I think it was white, uh, some band, white, not White Snake, but a band, White Whale, <laughs> something like that. What? I don't know. Anyway, there was a fire, and I felt Uh like that. I thought we were going to burn up inside this little bar. Was it my stomach? No, no, it was some. It was in New York. It was a really good show. David Cross and Bob Odenkirk reunited and did a Mister Show sketch. That's awesome. Better call Saul. Yeah, but I went outside, and Fred Armisen was standing there, and he asked if I had any cigarettes, and I said no, and he looked at me and then turned back around to his cool friends. Yeah, and then. Our friend Blue No Yellow, mm-hmm. for a while, his roommate was the assistant for Jay Leno. So we got to go Ooh. to the Tonight Show. Aww. And afterwards, we were in the back, like going to meet Jay and all them. And the lead singer, Stained, asked if he could borrow a cigarette from me. Nice. I forgot about Stained, so thanks for that. <laughs> Never forget about Stained. That's going to be our outro music. You should, you should start smoking, Ryan, is what that's really saying. Yeah. I guess so. I can meet so many cool celebrities. Celebrities all smoke, so at these parties, like sometimes they're indoors and people just start lighting up because they don't give a shit and no. Like, no one knows what to do, so they just let them. That's when you know you've made it when you can smoke cigarettes right in front of everybody. In LA, of all places, it's not like you can't. <laughs> oh, yeah, smoke. in LA, you think they would be mad about that. You can't smoke in front of doorways, like you can't smoke anywhere here. There really? are entire cities here that have banned it. Oh, it's like that here, too. Like a lot of like our work campus was completely smoke free so people would get in their car and drive around like the block just so they could smoke a cigarette because you couldn't smoke in your car there was no smokers pit like you know a lot of places would have back in the day and that was always the worst place to ever hang out because that would be the most negative place of the work 
building. Because I don't think what it is, but when people smoke, they just start wanting to bitch about whatever is going on in their life. <laughs> yeah. whatever, smokers are like the best friends you'll ever make. Like, I, that's true. Boston is a smoker. Like, I swear to God, back when I smoked regularly, like, meeting smokers, like, everybody's nice and, you know, except for the dick that's like, oh, I don't have cigarettes. And then they have a whole pack. Like, those people mm. suck. Oh, they just want right? to bum off of you. No, 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 no. Oh. Like, if you don't have one, like, if you're, especially if you're not, like, a regular smoker and you go somewhere and suddenly you get the urge. Yeah. And you, like, ask someone to bum one. Usually smokers are pretty good at, like, sharing. Yeah. But, like, there's always some dick face who's like, no, I don't have any. And then they have a whole, they pull out their whole pack and you're like, fuck you. What about the ones that say no to, to celebrities? <laughs> okay, I want to do a new version. I'm going to do a new version of Beauty and the Beast now, mm-hmm. where yeah. the old witch goes up to the beast at a party and asks for a cigarette. And the beast obviously has cigarettes on him, right? And he says no. And then the witch turns into a beautiful princess and goes, You could have given me that cigarette, but now I'm going to have to curse you. And not only am I going to curse you, but I'm going to curse everybody else in this room that had nothing to do with it. <laughs> That's the bullshit of the whole Beauty and the Beast thing. Yeah. That fucking candle didn't do anything. I don't know. He seemed like kind of a Me Too problem. <laughs> I think there was probably some Me Too problem. Now, you did say you had a serious question, though, Sarah. Oh, well, it was about whether or not Cogsworth was in the closet. No, I thought you said Me Too in. <laughs> what? You thought he was a Me Too problem. No, Lumiere was the candle. Cogsworth was the clock. Okay, you're right. You're right. Yeah, Jesus Christ. I'd say, um,. Lumiere was definitely by. No, well, I think he was just pan. I think he would like he had no concerns. Are you seriously upset that there's a cartoon character from 1991 that isn't a sexual wow. predator? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Harvey Weinstein was probably furious. <laughs> this movie's gonna make no money. That would have taken some of the heat off of him, maybe. Oh, it would have. But okay, so my question is: okay, so yeah. Cogsworth and the little fluffer thing. They were having a, a thing, right? No, no, God, you're mixing your your inanimate objects. <laughs> Wait, okay, Lumiere. Okay, Lumiere was the candle, and the little Lumiere fluffy is light and French, and Cogsworth is yeah. clock because clocks have cogs. You make learning fun. <laughs> Do my best, and I'm a practiced homeschool teacher now. So how has that been going? <laughs> Do any of you have kids? Mm-mm. No, nope. God, you're so smart. I mean, we're all daddy AF, but... You're what? I don't know. <laughs> what? We're all dream daddies. But... <laughs> what, what does that even mean? I don't know. But you're the first mama that we've had on our show. Really? Yep. Oh, God. Okay. Well, now I feel like I'm here for all the moms. Yeah, you're talking for all the moms. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. I yeah. feel real bad for them because I'm So when did you start homeschooling? Well, okay, I just would like to clarify that homeschooling and what I'm doing are two very different things. So let me ask you a question. Once you start homeschooling, how often, how soon after you start homeschooling do you then decide that you really have a craving for Chick-fil-A? Is that like a (laughs) That's not really a thing, but I do have a craving for gin. Okay, that's fine. I would imagine you would have a craving for gin after having to teach kids all day. (laughs) But I don't. So that's that's the thing. It's like... um, homeschooling like you make your own curriculum and you like figure out when you're and you set your day and you're like teaching them the actual material this is just my kids are learning while they're also in my house hmm. so um, are you like so you're not teaching them at all you're just like just put them in front of a computer and the teacher's doing it yes that's what i just do in general no even when they're not <laughs> learning 
No, it's, and I think it's different depending on where you are, but for, for my kids who are older, they're, they're almost 10 and 11. And so they're in fourth and sixth grade. So they are much more independent. I, I imagine that anybody with anyone younger than second grade is living a, their own personal hell right now. <laughs> I <don't laughs> imagine so. Kids that age suck anyway. Uh-huh. And I mean that with all the love that a mother has. Yes. But they're just like, they can't do things on their own and they complain about everything and can't get a job. They fucking are just layabouts. Mm. (laughs) So lazy. (laughs) Like, come on, contribute to society. Get a job. If this was the 1800s, you'd be working. I mean, they'd be in a goddamn factory. We should really bring that back. Yeah. Let's tell Kathy Lee Gifford. She's ready. She is ready to, to reopen note that. that. That was sarcasm, in case anybody listening ever thinks <laughs> what? that. I act, no. What? <laughs> that was sarcasm? It's speaking for all moms when she talks about child labor. <laughs> she cannot stress this enough. <laughs> Everyone thinks this. No, but like they can't sit still. Like sitting in front of a computer is, is hard as for grown-ups. Yeah. I can't but, imagine what like a five-year-old is trying to do. So, and then my kids have the added problem of of they go to language school so mm-hmm. their school their elementary school was mostly in spanish hmm. which is super cool but it's hard to learn or converse in the language when you're on a screen like you're not hearing it all around you and you know so so wait that's a good that's right there is something interesting because i don't know if we have anything like that around here okay so the school is bilingual but it's predominantly spanish yeah, it's a immersion school. So when they start in kindergarten, they go in and the teacher just starts speaking in Spanish at them. And really? Yeah. 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 Wow. Maga, 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 Maga Ryan is not going to be happy when he hears this episode. <laughs> well, uh, here's that. Good. Here's this. My other the, the the kids' school that my kids go to is half. Well, about three quarters uh, learn Spanish, and the other quarter learn Japanese. Really? How do you yeah. decide which one to? Oh, put your I, kid in. I, I pick Spanish without a hesitation. <laughs> At least I, was too. I don't speak either, but Japanese, like you have to learn a whole new alphabet, right? Oh, yeah, yeah to... I can never do that. No. If I was Japanese, I'd be like, you know what? I'm mute. Okay, yeah, I'm guys. done. <laughs> plus, plus I don't read or don't write. I'm basically a Fantasia mixed with nil. Did you see <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I went, yeah, that's what I do. Did you? So that's very interesting. So do yeah. you and the house, do you and Arden speak Spanish too? No. Okay. No. So about like about a quarter of the kids are Spanish speaking about like half their, I don't know, another portion. I can't do the percentages. <laughs> portion that's pretty large is bilingual in each class. And then another portion is only English. So okay. otherwise that's, there's a certain percentage of kids of each type that need to be there in order for it to work in Man. terms of, yeah. But, and then as they get older, there's more English and less Spanish. Hmm. That's interesting. Used, or Japanese is the case maybe, but yeah, no Japanese is hard and Japanese instruction is and how Japanese teachers from Japan are, is really different from america i'd imagine so it's a very it's much stricter more polite you could always tell which kids were the japanese kids and which kids were the spanish kids at school (laughs) spanish kids are like rebels they're knocking shit over (laughs) there's there's like you know there's a group of like kindergartners and they're in a perfectly straight line (laughs) silent 
then like the one next to them is like one kid's like pulling up his pants and the other kid is like you know took a shoe off and you know immediately which one's which yeah <laughs> so that's amazing but i figure like <laughs> i figure learning spanish is probably a good thing yeah so yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's but it's cool. No, that's pretty. That's uh, that's amazing that they can. Yeah, that's awesome. So, and it'll be kind of like that too when they get into middle and high school. You said, or that point. Yeah. Where so my go. older daughter is in middle school right now. This is her first year, and she takes. There's a continuation of the program, so she takes Spanish language arts as a class, and then in addition to that, her history class is in Spanish. So it's the same oh, wow. material, but it's taught in Spanish. That's going to be amazing when Trump gets his way and we have to start teaching all that patriotic stuff. <laughs> they would. I'm pretty sure that all uh, California will secede at that point. Yes, yes. California by the end of this decade, I think it's going to be its own its own country. I I, I don't know what else to do. Do you guys talk about politics here? We Why not? yeah, we know we do. Not oh. we don't go a whole well Corey's episode we did, but we we talk some <laughs> politics. I just. I mean, because poli- politics is politics is life. It's yeah. everything yeah. right now. Like, it is, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, hey! I, I forgot you were here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm looking at the the little like audio waves. Yeah. I'm, I have a lot of them, and I'm mm-hmm. worried that I'm taking over your podcast. Hey, you're, no. our, you're our guest, you're so yeah. you're, you're supposed to get you, you do your thing. Yeah, but people don't. It's like that goddamn <laughs> clock. Clockwork, whatever his name was, would say, "You're Clock's our guest. Worth. You're our guest. You're our guest." I know, but no, people don't listen to listen to me ramble uh, about my kids and Japanese school teachers. They listen to you. Guys. I think it's fascinating. Oh, okay. Well, I'm yeah, our team of one. It reminds me a little bit when we lived in when I lived in Germany. I spent a day at friend school. He was, I forgot what grade it was, but they would have it where the teachers would just go into the room and they would do like. They would have a Spanish class, an English class, and I think there was another language they learned too. And I thought that was fascinating. For us, it was just like you you pick one language if you want it to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And we don't learn it all that well. I can tell you right that that day I spent with them, I nailed English. Yeah, well, good for- <laughs> I crushed English. Nice. And I think the thing that excited me the most was between between classes, because the teachers would just go to the rooms, they would have snack carts come go up and down the uh, the, the hallway. Like Harry Potter? Yeah. The, oh, I shouldn't talk about that. That yeah. got canceled. Shit. No, no. Harry Potter's not. Somehow, the Harry, Harry Potter fans have decided Harry Potter we're still going to love and everything that she's created, we're just going to hate her. That's fair. I mean, because like... Because yeah. like, there is that... Um, during the PlayStation 5 reveal, they revealed, what is it, the world of Hogwarts? Mm-hmm. And there's been a lot of criticism back and forth whether you should get the game or not because if you get the game are you are you supporting jk rowling i mean she's got so much freaking money at this point anyway like it's not gonna yeah matter. it doesn't yeah. i mean i'm i am not going to officially stay you know, like because again uh, i don't speak for brbafk as a as an entity oh. so i'm not going to say that our official position is to steal it <laughs> under any circumstances i've never hey <laughs> That you should steal the fucking game. Uh, it's, it's, it's not a, a statement that we were a, a, a stance that we want to take as a as a podcast. So I personally would not say to steal the fucking game. Anyway, mm. um, but you know, maybe the game will get stolen. Maybe, but maybe but you guys and I don't bet, promote such things. 
No, 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 no. no. And I bet no. no Gaiman hates himself because there was a while there where he had said that, you know, he probably could have sued her because of similarities between Harry Potter and his character Tim Hunter. Um, but no um, Gaiman was cool with it because it taught kids to read. When you saw like a little kid reading a 900 page book, that's awesome. But Did it you sucks say Tim she's Hunter? Yeah, there's a book called Books of Magic. Hmm. And there's a character in it named Tim Hunter who goes to a magic school who has glasses, who has a scar, hmm. who's basically hmm. Harry Potter. Yeah. I'm going to make sure it is Tim Hunter. because I. Well, I'm just asking because I Googled Tim Hunter and the first thing that pops up, well, it says Tim Hunter IMDb, but I don't care about that. And then yep. Tim Hunter director, I definitely don't care about Put that. Put in Tim Hunter books of magic. But Tim Hunter ice hockey sounds fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So so basically, now in, in the comic book, the, the school he went to, which was called Slogwarts, what? No, it wasn't really. That was amazing. <laughs> that was amazing if it was. Yeah. Oh my had, god, like, the picture looks on Wikipedia looks just like Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Yep. There could have been a. There definitely could have been where Neil Gaiman could have sued her, but he decided not to. And it's like one of those things where, oh. yeah. I didn't know that Death Death made a cameo. Yeah, like she. They had like Swamp Thing was a teacher. John Constantine, I think, taught a class. It was a oh, that's right because it's uh it's Vertigo. Yep, that's crazy. Yeah, so yeah, they had asked Neil Gaiman once, and that's what he said that you know that she this was before <laughs> all the stuff came out that she's been doing there's, now. There's even a cover. Oh my God, this is, this is <laughs> there's a cover of Tim reading his giant tome and John Constantine like sneaking up on him with a knife. Oh yeah, it's it's kind of crazy, but yeah. So what do you guys want to talk about? So one thing definitely we should talk about is, so the PlayStation 5 was announced in the Xbox 5. Wait, no, what's it called now? Xbox, Xbox, awesome. Xbox Series. Xbox, Xbox 4, PS5. Yes. So two weeks ago, Microsoft just threw out a tweet and said, hey, here's the price. Here's the date pre-order start. Sony was like, we're going to give you tons of time before our stuff goes on pre-order. Sony does this announcement on last Wednesday. They show some games and they end it with going, here's the price, but no pre-order information. Then 10 minutes later, they tweet, go, oh, uh, pre-orders will start tomorrow morning. So then people are going, oh, that's awesome, tomorrow morning. An hour later, Walmart started selling the PlayStation 5s. (laughs) (laughs) And then all hell broke loose. (laughs) And Walmart's page that came up, you could tell, was just something that was quickly put up. Like it was like a, the laziest looking page you could see, but it was something they just quickly put up so they could move their PlayStation fives. So it was a it was a mess. And my friend, and this part, Boston, if you can start under this, if you can do it, play Mariah Carey's song "Hero." That would be yes. That would be incredible. So my friend Jason ended up securing five PlayStation fives. Nothing's going to get all five of them. No. Five? Yeah, so he was yes. worried that that some of these pre-orders would not actually go through. So he somehow, during all this chaos, was able to secure two at Target, one at Best Buy, and two at Amazon. And what he's going to do now is, for his friends that need a PlayStation 5, he's just going to sell them at cost. He's That's not even all. asking for yeah. money. And the ones he doesn't sell, he's just going to get his pre-order money back.
See, I, I want to know if I want now that you've now that he's done that. I I'm wondering if Loading Ready Run. I know I love talking about him on the show, but I'm wondering if Loading Ready Run will do a five PS5s video. Oh, they might. Because so far they have done three PS3s and four PS4s. They have to. They have to keep it going. They have to. Yeah. So then this past Tuesday, the Xbox was been on sale. Now our best, our friend of the podcast, Aylin, the the everything went on sale that morning at 11 a.m. Right. At 10.59, her computer decided to do an update. Oh, no. Yeah. So she was texting me as she was panicking, and I started having a panic attack at work because she was just – because, you know, all their all their sites were down too because, you know, at this point, the bots were able to get in because the bots knew exactly when to start doing their – start oh, yeah. trying to sell. And then somehow again, Jason was able to get two. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Can I have one? So yeah, you'll <laughs> – I think Jason's are, I think they're both spoken for the ones he got. No, damn it, Jason. No, Jason's a hero. Listen to no, the song in the background. He's not getting me an Xbox, so no. Oh. <laughs> now, the funny part about the Xbox is the Xbox name is pretty confusing. It is. What is it called? Xbox, Xbox Series, Series X. And the Series what? S, right? It's Xbox Series X. Okay. Oh. So they have two. What's the lower, lower one called? Xbox Series S. Okay. What's the... <laughs> Other Xbox One called? It has an X in it. Uh, Xbox, X, Xbox One S. So and then Xbox One X. A lot of people went onto Amazon and thought they were pre-ordering the Xbox Series X and ended up getting this generation's Xbox. Oh, I did not hear about that. Wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they probably thought they were clever when they saw that Amazon was shipping it next day. <laughs> they probably thought, <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. And the whole Microsoft's whole explaining everything here has been pretty shitty because the Xbox Series S is actually underpowered, right? It's not yes, a real 4K it's, machine. It's, right, it's not the same machine. It's a hundred... Sony's uh, is. It just doesn't have, a, uh, doesn't have a disk drive. Yeah, so Sony's lower one is $399 and the one mm-hmm. with the disk is $499. Yep. But the $399 is $100 more than Xbox Series S, but it's like it's a hundred times more, more powerful. powerful. Right, yeah. right. Really, the only disadvantage of the uh, the PlayStation one without a disc drive is you just can't buy a physical copy. So I don't buy physical copies anymore. So I mean, I, I'm tempted to get that one, save hundred bucks. Yeah, and I know people are like, "Oh well, you know, these games are going to be huge for the downloads." And it's like, it's okay because when you finish it, you can delete it off your hard drive. Right. You can always re-download it later on. People do Absolutely. that. Yeah, I do that on my PlayStation Four. Oh, um, I'm a hoarder. I hoard everything. You buy. You usually buy physical copies, though. I don't. I have two kids who each have their own switches and Xboxes, so we buy a lot of copies of shit. Yeah, around here. I used to, but I, I've I've gotten more lazy, I guess. <laughs> I like to be able to just pick what I want to play without getting up and putting a disc in. <laughs> well, I mean, no, I'm not saying I'm actually buying the discs, but I'm buying like digital versions of the game oh, multiple right, times, right? Because like they both want to play Animal Crossing and have their own goddamn island. So here we are. Yeah. Yeah, that was horrible thing for parents i'm sure when that was announced that one island per switch because that's what you guys end up doing right boston you have you're a two switch household too no no i remember i i avoided buying a second switch okay because i don't have any time ah now i, I play fallout 76 too much okay and you love that game <laughs> now so one uh, thing though that's going for xbox right now is they did just buy bethesda they sure did mm-hmm 
Bethesda is in Sarah's old neck of the woods in Maryland, right? Sure is. Yes. And with that, there's the whole talk is, are they going to allow their games on the PlayStation 5? And I don't see why they would. Yeah, they, they've said they're going to do it on a case-by-case basis. So, you know, I mean, there's the argument of if, if you do do like they did with Minecraft, because they released Minecraft on everything, you know, you could, have, you could sell more copies and get more money. But with all of exclusive games that PlayStation is going to come, come out with next year, that's going mm-hmm. to be a big thing for Microsoft to have, to have that well, now, themselves. By the time Microsoft bought out Minecraft... It was already available on all. all uh, well, that's a good point. Yeah, that's yeah. true too. Right. Mojang had already put it out on all the. Yeah, and they did say they're going to they're going to honor what's already been established on PlayStation. Whatever yeah. deals well, there's like have, Tokyo Ghost and something else, but yeah, some, right. After that, it's case by case. I'd imagine if they do allow like Skyrim Six to come onto the other systems, it'll probably be like two or three years down the road. After yeah, they'll have some kind of timed exclusivity or something, you know, for sure. Yeah. And because it's like a now going to be like a first party game for Microsoft, that means day one on the Xbox Game Pass. Day one, exactly. It's going to be a, a much more a value to having a Game Pass now. It's going to be ridiculous. Mm. And they're already showing how well this thing's already happening because October 1st, Doom Internal is coming to the Game Pass. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's so, a big deal. So, I guess obviously Sierra is going to get both systems. What? She's. She's already discussed. She's got like, she's got as many video game systems as you have pets, Scott. <laughs> nice. We have, we usually get one of each at some point. Um, not necessarily right away, but eventually. And yeah. then the kids wanted to play, learn how to play Fortnite. Well, one of them did. Mm. And so Arden, my partner, and I downloaded it while they were at Girl Scout camp one weekend just to see what it was all about because we had heard about it but we didn't like we were like is this okay for kids blah blah blah, blah. ended up playing it the whole weekend <laughs> so, oh, awesome um, we're, i mean i'm terrible at it but and then so the kids came I back respect and, that very much yeah and so the kids came back and we're like i guess we'll get them their own xbox and at this point like they've been around for a while so i think we got it maybe even gotten a used one for one yeah. kid and then the other kid was like uh hello i'm here too and <laughs> I want so Xbox. then she got one and so then every now and then we'll all four play together as a squad nice which is fun and they have but like the marvel stuff's going on right now right marvel stuff's happening right now although i'm sure that's what they're all doing right now as i'm sitting here talking to you guys probably all playing because be, it's thursday be and new things come out thursdays ah okay mm-hmm. so you okay so was it the first weekend that you and arden were playing it was that when you got to go to the marshmallow concert because i remember when that happened yes <laughs> yes although the kids may have gotten back um that time but yeah we logged in and you couldn't find anybody and we were like what is this bullshit and it turns out that it was like an in-game marshmallow concert and everybody's flying around and we didn't know what the hell was happening because we were aren't 12. <laughs> <laughs> And it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. And that was when I realized that, like, the game isn't the best game that's ever been made. No, but, like, there's something that they're doing that's really right over there. Yeah. In terms of how they're constantly changing it and constantly adding new things and taking things away. Like, they're they're always giving something to the players, I think. Yeah, it looks like they, they're constantly updating it. They're all the time. And especially for kids who have attention span of, like, a gnat. <laughs> 
it's kind of nice. And for like uh, my partner and I, who, you know, we have jobs and we have children and we are apparently teaching them. And I say apparently because I don't think we're really doing a great job there, but <laughs> we don't have a ton of time to like sit and play games that take a lot, a lot of time these days. And so mm -hmm. a game like that, you can just sit down and play for like 15 minutes and then your round's over and then I you go do something else. So it kind of gets that, that gaming itch out without yeah. having to sit there for hours. No, I, I totally get that. Like with The Last of Us 2, I'm still playing through it because it's not a game that I can, like you said, drop in like 20, 30 minutes and then leave. So it's one that I only play like on weekends. It's like a dad that couldn't see my children, but except for the weekends. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure. Yeah. So Saturdays, I visit my co my kid. <laughs> now, with the Fortnite, do the kids usually use... I don't know if kids still have allowances. Do kids... Do they use their allowance on Fortnite stuff? We don't really do allowances because... I, I don't know. I think we're just maybe not the best parents in the world. You sound like great parents. <laughs> but we gave them each like a stipend on their Xbox so they can they have x or they have like what i don't even know what they're called the x dollar whatever shit. yeah and then fortnite it's called v bucks and so we they can do they can buy a game if they want they can do certain you know they can download skins or whatever if they want but it's their choice and if they run out then like it's like months until they get more so they have to figure okay. it out of course for my daughter's 11th birthday she got five thousand v bucks or something when it was one of her presents and she spent it within like 30 seconds oh, wow she had a skin that she'd been waiting for i don't even i don't even know what the hell she bought but it was it was gone she comes downstairs she's like i don't have any more money left I'm like what the hell did you do with it <laughs> and it's gone you know and also like allowance wise actually both my kids have debit cards okay oh <laughs> see <laughs> It's crazy to me these days because you don't think about that. Like kids have cell phones. Uh -huh. They have debit cards now, but still no yeah. jobs. No jobs. Well, yeah, my kids actually work for our company. Wait, what do they do? They help us watch TV shows. Do they randomly call people and go, hey, put our TVs, put, put our cars in your TV show? Yeah, no, they're really good at, at picking them out. Really? So, okay, so you watch like pilots. Is that what it is? And decide like a show that's going to fit well for the... Because oh, what don't... is your business for people who don't know? Oh, for people who don't know, I work in product placement and entertainment marketing. Hmm. Okay. My partner and I own our own product placement agency, and we represent Audi and Lamborghini and Ducati and Brembo brakes, make high-end oh. brakes. And we have been, I've been doing this for way too long. Uh-huh. Between the two of us, it's like 35 years of doing this. So, Would you say some simple folk from Tennessee might have seen some of your products in some movies? I would say so, yes. We had a really long-standing relationship with Marvel, so we did all of the Iron Man movies with Audi. And we've also done, we also did Captain America Civil War, and we did Avengers Endgame and Avengers Ultron, Age of Ultron. And we did Spider-Man Far From Hell Home yeah. and Spider-Man Homecoming. Was uh, Audi the one that had the deal with James with the, the Bond films? No, that was BMW. Well, okay. BMW did it in the 80s, I think. And then I think they did a, one of the Pierce Brosnan ones or something. Uh, but Aston Martin is the car that he's traditionally driven. Right. Yeah. Okay. And that he's driving now, I think. And then they all <laughs> die. <laughs> <laughs> 
Come on, Ray. Yes. Is Ray in there right now with us? Ray came in now, to say hi. Now, Ray yes. is named after Ray Charles, right? No. Yes, she's blind. No. Ray Lolita? No, Ray. So, so. no. Oh, my God. She's like, I Ray wish J? you could see this. She's jumping on me. and Ray Romano? She... Ray Romano. We really loved, everybody loves Raymond. As a family does Everybody loves him. Yeah. Ray um, Bradbury? Yeah. <laughs> no. She's named after Ray from Star Wars. Um, no. our, uh, well, you know, our kids kind of named her. Ray but, Wise? Ray Wise. <laughs> no. Um, Ray J? Ray, <laughs> Ray Wilson. Do you remember him? from? Um, he was on Picket <laughs> Fences, but my favorite Martian. Are you Jimmy Ray? J what? That's a song. It's a great what? song. What, by who? Are you Jimmy Ray? That's his name. His name was Jimmy Ray, and his first single was "Are You Jimmy Ray?" Who wants to know? It's not so, me. Listen to it. At, we'll put a link into it to the into the podcast episode. Do you have That's to? Uh, I like it. Yes. <laughs> um, no. So our the first dog that Arden and I got um, was uh, his name was Starbuck. We named uh, him after Starbuck from Battlestar Galactica. Super precious. And, when we had to put him down, it was very tragic. And about four months later, we got Ray, this Ray. And we wanted to continue the name of naming our dogs after female space pilots. So that is, that is awesome. why she's named Ray. And you've had and her now for like three years? Three years now, I know. And she's still dumb. I think she's gotten dumber. She's very pretty, though. She is. She's super cute. She's super good. cute. Scott, you have a new dog, too, right? I do. And what is this beauty's name? Her name is Doodle Starch. <laughs> Doodle Starch. That's a, that's a great I name. I can't wait to hear the beautiful story It's a family that name, isn't it? <laughs> no. Her, her name is Luna. I don't know. And, Doodle Doodle Starch. <laughs> and you got her last Wednesday or Thursday? I got her last Friday. Friday. Last Friday. Okay. And yeah. she's doing better, right? Because it was a rescue situation. Oh. Yeah, so her, the person who had her, her owner, she had to move to, I don't know, somewhere where, where they couldn't have dogs. So she let, left her with her boyfriend's father. And somehow my mom's friend found out where she was. Or I don't know if she, or if she was friends with this guy or what, but she knew, she knew the guy was being kind of abusive towards her. Like he would like push her or kick her or something he was being abusive uh, towards her and i i can't imagine that at all she's the sweetest thing on the planet so uh she rescued her from him and asked my mom if she knew anyone that would want her because my mom works with uh rescue groups a lot so when i she showed me her picture and i heard about her personality i was like uh yeah i'll take her <laughs> so that's Aww. how that happened she's a about 10 month old uh akita mix oh yeah she's beautiful Super friendly. I'm looking too. at her right now on on Ryan's Facebook. Yeah, and she the, so apparently uh, Akitas. If you're a pure Akita, they they are really loyal and loving to their family, but they're really aloof and you know don't really care about strangers. That is not her at all. She loves absolutely everyone. So she must have Aww. something other. Like I took her to the once her first vet appointment. Her vet, you know, the vet was like, you know, I've never met an Akita I like. 
because of their how their temperament is. Mm-hmm. She, he's like she's a, a mix of Akita and something good. <laughs> so. well, she's got like floppy ears, so there's some sort of what, what lab? Or yeah, that's right. Because Akitas have the pointy ears, so there mm-hmm. must be some sort of a lab. But she has the Akita tail and the Akita face, but yeah, there's definitely some kind of a lab or something uh, mixing her. He thinks she's, she's like ninety percent Akita and something else. So I don't know. She's beautiful. Oh yeah, she she just loves everything. Oh. She likes other dogs too much. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, like really aggressive with her affection. So it starts it it's starting some fights here <laughs> because like there's a an older dog Morgan. Well, I say older. He's like seven or eight. She'll like the first time she saw him, she came and tried to like pounce him, but in a playing uh, playing way, and he did not like that. So, <laughs> and he's not a she's not a uh, submissive. So he'll start barking at her to tell her to stop, and she starts barking back at him, and it creates a little fight. So I'm having to work through all that. So we'll see. Now, what's the other dogs that likes to just basically lick everything? That's Morgan. That's more. Wait, Morgan's Morgan has no has no cause to be mad. <laughs> I was over yeah. there the other day, and basically Morgan spent the whole time I was there licking my hand. Yes, that's exactly what Morgan Aww. does. He will just do nothing but lick you. He and, he, lick. and not only that, he'll. I don't know if you if you experienced this, but he puts his face in your crotch and your butt. I didn't experience <laughs> that. Thank God, I would have left some money. <laughs> um, and yes. and just a a little sad note here. You did also lose Snoopy this week, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh. Uh, so there was a. Oh no! He, he was nineteen, almost. He would have been nineteen years old in about a month. He was uh, oh a beagle. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I know. Lose a long time, but yeah, he's, he was just getting. He was he was really struggling, and you know, just uh, was doing doing worse and worse, and it was it was just time. He reminded so me of like those old. Thank you. Those old people that go to malls and walk. Because then he just basically walked yeah. back and forth like all the time. I think that's why he lived so long. Like he would do nothing but just pace the house. Like the older he got, he kind of got dementia and didn't really know what he was doing. So he would he would you know walk around the house and get yeah get stuck in I know he would get stuck in corners and just the this the weirdest places. Like I would hear him hollering and you know go find him and I'm like how did you get into this spot? <laughs> you know Aww, like baby. He, he could. He could barely get up and down because of how bad his uh, arthritis was, but he could walk, but he would like kind of like drag his feet in a way, you know, so it, it, it but I, for someone as old as he was and as, has as much arthritis as he has, or he had, I just can't, I can't imagine how he was able to walk as much as he did. Yeah. But yeah, he, he would just do it almost all the time. Yeah. And that's one of the cool things too, where we work is we get bereavement leave for pets too. Yeah. That's a really cool thing that they uh, let, let you do there. Seriously? Yeah. yeah, yeah you get, you a, get you one get bereavement a day. day for pets. Yeah. That's and if amazing. you needed like more than one, they probably would make, they would probably take care of you if you had, if they had to. I'm sure they probably would. Yeah. 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 It's wow. the only place I've ever worked at that's done anything like that. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So really, it's a really pet friendly company, obviously. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, because most places we'd be like, you need to be here or take a or you know get like take an occurrence or whatever yeah. you know. Yeah, it's a what family is an member. Occurrence? Okay, so <laughs> occurrence. Is, <laughs> oh my god, that's such a white privilege question. Uh, <laughs> I'm talking in Californian to her. Right. It's like when you miss a day of work and you were not you were supposed to be there. Right. So like so, it's how to keep you in check, basically. So, so you're just like an adult truant. Yeah, so like, yeah. let's say let's say you have well, I'll just use our work for example. So like within a four month period, you could have certain amount of occurrences before you start getting 
warnings and write-ups. So let's, I think it's like four, right? Is that right? I think it's four or five, something like that. Yeah, yeah. so like within the four-month period, if you've missed four days of work, then you get your like a verbal warning. And then it just keeps going from there. And then, But it all, all resets after four months. Yeah, it's really lenient compared to a lot of places. Yeah. So you is. could just not show up? Yeah, yeah, for, yeah. four times <laughs> in four yeah. months. Yeah. You can kind of stretch it if you get doctor's notes, but still. But then some places yeah. are, are really strict, like friend of the podcast where she works. I think an occurrence only falls off like after a year. Oh, wow. That's a long time. Yeah. yeah, it's like, it's stupid because I think one thing that would help a job, because I... A job a lot is if you know you're not always constantly scared for your job or you're having right. to come in sick because that's when you're just going to get everybody else sick. Yes. That's true. That's can true. Yeah. All I can tell you, working from home for six months, I've not really been sick. <laughs> Shopping. I mean, I, yep. work from, I work from home all the time, so I really yeah. have to be like on my deathbed to not work at least a little bit. Yeah. You have no excuse, right? <laughs> I have no excuse. kids to work. Uh, you're yeah, they're employees of the company. They are, they are, they are, but they've got, you know, school to do during the weekdays. So we only work them on what the about weekend. about in the summer? In yeah, summer, work them on the weekend. In the summer, I swear to God, my kids are staying up until like three o'clock in the morning and go, sleeping until like one. Now, they would stay up all night long and watch anime, like nonstop. Because they're super uh-huh. obsessed with like My Hero Academia, right? My Hero Academia, but then they would roll through that and they'd start watching. Then they did a bunch of. Avatar: The Last Airbender, which I know is not technically anime, but whatever. And then they 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 would watch. There's some weird ass animes out there, guys. Yeah. Oh yeah, there is. Like yeah. make them I watch to... One Piece. They'll never finish it. Which one? It's called One Piece. It's a pirate one. I think there's 900 and something episodes. Yeah, we don't need to. Don't I don't even want to tell them. They just they just watched a Canadian one about um male gay ice skaters. <laughs> Yuri on Ice. Yuri on Ice. Yes. I only they know that it. because one of my friends went to Dragon Con dressed as two of the characters. And at Dragon Con, if I don't know who they're supposed to be, I assume it's a character from Overwatch or anime. Yeah, no. The, and the amount <laughs> of animes is crazy, but I'm pretty sure that my kids are yeah. now learning Japanese. And like I'm like, I sent you to a school to learn Spanish, not Japanese. But here we are. Now, is Boston still with us? I'm still here. Okay, right. all right, good. I was worried you were dead. I'm good. I'm good. No, not yet. Browsing stories for later. You want to talk about them? I mean, all I've got to, all I've got to talk about really is a fun little a fun little tidbit that Todd Howard revealed when he was being interviewed about Xbox buyout. And what is oh, that? I'm interested. Microsoft buyout. Uh, apparently, when they did the Xbox uh, port of Morrowind, mm-hmm. there were times where they would throw up a loading screen and they were actually rebooting your Xbox because they had run out of memory. Oh, what? Really? And it was easier for them to like rather than just like clear out the caches. It was faster for them to just send a signal to reboot the Xbox and then come with, go to the next area. And it Dang, would just be where you wouldn't even know that the Xbox has been rebooted. Nope, because you're just it's still loading screen still up there. Wow, that oh. is pretty hmm. impressive. If that reminds me of, I think my fun, uh, my favorite ever Easter egg in a game was an Eternal Darkness for the GameCube. Oh God, yes. Where yes. that was the game where oh. as you slowly went mad. Mm-hmm. stuff would happen in the game and there was one where it made it look like you had a system crash and yes. your memory card got wiped off <laughs> yes and oh, people God. would freak that game, out that game fucked with me on so many levels yes. I, Such and a i'm good so game. upset too because they copied like digital knights or whoever did that one yeah copy wrote 
that specific style of sanity meter. Okay. That's why so many other, again, uh, so many different games that try to do like a sanity system have to approach it very differently because that specific one got copywritten and, oh, it's so upset. upset. Oh. <laughs> my, my favorite, my favorite still was, I was because that, that one was good. The system crash was, was hilarious. But the one that broke me was on one of the levels where you've got like a rifle and very limited ammunition. Mm-hmm. I go into one room and there is ammo everywhere. There's ammo on top of the boxes. There's ammo on the floor. There's ammo on the shelves. I'm just walking around like, oh, thank, oh, thank <laughs> the Lord. And uh-huh. I'm just like, oh, cool. This is great. This is perfect. All right. Now I'm okay. Now I'm okay. Screen glitches, comes back to the entrance, room's empty. Oh, no. No. That sucks. No. <laughs> At that point, you have to walk away from the, you have to walk away from the game yeah. for a few minutes. Um, I, I, had, I had to put the controller down. I'm surprised they've never remade it or tried to go anywhere else without license. Yeah. Because I think there's some good stuff they can do. I guess the biggest news today was Amazon announced their cloud gaming service. Because everybody has to do cloud gaming now. so mm-hmm. That's the new thing. Yeah. So there's this called Luna. The controller, I think it kind of looks like a way. PlayStation. <laughs> Great name. I want you should sue them. You're you're biased. <laughs> you should sue them, Scott. I should. How dare they? <laughs> oh, that's amazing. It's going to come at launch. Resident Evil Seven, Control, a plague, a Plague Tale, Ukulele, and you can also do a subscription to play the Ubisoft game. So that's going to be like an additional subscription. It looks like subscription pricing starts at five ninety nine for early access users, and the Luna controller is forty nine dollars. And I think you need a Fire Stick, hmm. and I think that's it. I think that's all that you need. So that's not really bad to get you into streaming gaming if you if that's something you want to do. Because isn't Google Strata start at like almost two hundred? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's not bad at all. No, that's not too bad. Yeah, have you tried any of this streaming gaming like that, Sarah? I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> I like how upfront so, yeah, she is. She's proud, of, she's proud of all. Is what she's saying. I told you guys she was going to be like Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't give a damn about you. No, I, do, I, I don't. I, I don't know what it is. It's okay. So one fun thing that Sarah has been doing since the pandemic started is she's been catching up on shows she's never seen before. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Do tell. Oh and, well. Let's see. First, we did Breaking Bad, oh. which and, I hadn't watched. And, and what so, did you think of it? Did you think it lived up to the praise? Um, yes, I do. And I think that in many ways, it's really an, an acting triumph um, for the two of them. They were yeah. so engaging. Um, and I think it had a really satisfying ending. And then we took oh, a yeah. break and oh, we yeah. watched Deadwood. God, what okay. the hell and I've never watched? seen Deadwood. Uh, it has the best swearing I've ever heard in my life. Like, <laughs> I know a lot of people talk it's non- about it. It's nonstop. It's like nonstop throughout. That's the, I think their entire they, their entire script uh, is nothing but cuss words. Yeah, but it's, it's like, like beautiful swearing. Cussing. It's like Shakespearean. It's amazing. Like, okay. it's worth it just to listen. It's almost, I think I read something that the show is almost written in iambic pentameter, which, because it's very, like, uh, poetic, the way that it's written. Um, but that show was fun. And then we watched Better Call Saul, which I think I like better than Breaking Bad Guys. Mm-hmm. Are you current on the show? Yes. Are you current, Scott? 
Uh, yes. Okay. Um, I think I may agree with you, depending upon how it all all ends. It's still bullshit that Rhea still has not gotten at least an Emmy nomination. Unbelievable. Because a revelation. That season, this season, she was phenomenal all throughout. And that final episode where, what's the um, main villain's name in the show? What? The main villain's name, not Gustavo, the scary dude. The what? The scary well, dude. Like um, the one that comes to Better Call Saul's house. What the fuck? Wait, what? are you current? You Maybe you're yes. not current. The the one that Nacho has to, yeah. I guess I was confused because like, I don't see, like everybody's kind of a piece of shit on those shows. So it's like everybody's a villain in their own yeah. <laughs> way. Well, it's but the one that Nacho is on. Is you're about, talking about the guy that yeah. came up from Mexico to take over the the cartel operations when um, Salamanca got yes turned into a, a potato. Yeah. Yeah. What is his name? Oh, he's amazing. The that actor one. is utterly amazing. He's so good that we don't know his name. I think it's mm-hmm. Tony um, something. That's when you know you've made it. When you oh, do, God, when I don't me. know what your name is, that's you win. Yes, that's, that's right. I think it's Tony. Something. Oh, L- L- Lalo. Lalo. Tony Dalton. No, Lalo. Oh, the, the actor's name is Tony Dalton. The actor's Dalton, name yeah. is Tony Dalton. He's done a bunch of Spanish-speaking yeah. stuff. This is like one of his... And he actually did Sense8, but was in a minor role. But um, he's okay. uh, inc- absolutely incredible. But that scene with, in the living room with him, Kim, and Saul oh. near the end oh, was so freaking intense. It was intense. And I yeah. will say this, uh, as the female voice on tonight's show having a, an actress who is of her age and she's not that old like i think she's in her 40s but to have an actress she's almost 50 yeah God. doing a role like that where she's 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 a love interest and she's also sexy and smart and all those things and at, at her age it's really not that common even nowadays for that so having such an accomplished actress who kind of came out of nowhere of that age doing a role like this has been really fun because women really get pigeonholed and this is such a complex interesting role and it's not the type of role i think that comes to women all that often yeah and it's it's crazy that the emmy voters just keep ignoring her i don't know maybe there's like maybe she's got some bad blood somewhere or something maybe she went in there once and like just started shoving emmys over and going fuck y'all throwing up the two the two fingers I mean, that's what I would do. I wouldn't. I would be. I would want to win some Emmys. I'm joking. I, I mean, that. that's what made me. Emmys hate... are big and like pointy. You don't want one. Yeah, and that's what makes made me hate. There was a long time where I hated NYPD Blue and Dennis Franz because I Why? felt like Homicide: Life on the Street was the better of the two shows. Mm. Yep, and NYPD Blue would always win, and that would make me mad. Just like with with True Detective, I didn't watch True Detective for the longest time because I was mad because it got all the praise that Fargo should have gotten. Fargo mm. season one, I thought Fargo season two was the best. Oh, Fargo season two was way good. Se- season three, eh. it's all right. Season four, I, I think it's gonna be phenomenal. I don't know. I mean, I like Chris Rock, but who the fuck knows? It's gonna be good. What else? Oh, I watched Halt and Catch Fire. Did you watch that? Have you ever seen that? Have you oh, even heard of it? It's a good show. Did you watch? Who is that saying that? me ryan i don't know why you okay. said oh. me hey it's you, me does it fucking help did you watch it yes i've i've watched it have you seen it boston nope. which one halt and catch fire we watched it when it like the first few seasons mm-hmm. partially because i knew one of the comics that was in the show and kim fell in love with one of the bush girls on there yeah what 
Oh, was it the lead the lead actress? Yes. Oh, okay. Mackenzie Davis. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, she's mm. she's spectacular. She is super spectacular. That show was amazing, and it went places that I just did not anticipate. And I wish that I had gotten more of an audience because it really um, it told a great story. I think it started out people thought it was going to be like a Mad Men rehash, and I think yeah. it started out trying to be. Yeah. Uh, but it really just explored humanity and friendship and love and and success in so many different ways that um, by the end of it, I felt kind of like emotionally devastated. It's so crazy, though. They, the characters would always frustrate you because they were so shitty to one another. And it's like, if you guys would just work together, there's so much. But you they could were do. real. Like, it's just, real. Yes. Just like it, us, Boston and Scott, if we would just stop being so shitty to one another and it. work together. Hey, you could be our Mackenzie, Sarah. I could be. Except she, be? she Please. most of the shit. Yeah, I can totally be your Mackenzie Davis. I'll just hack some shit up and cut my hair short. It'll be great. Now, right. Boston's wife, Kim, is going to fall in love with you, just so you know. Oh, really? Why is that? Because he said she had a thing for his partner. Well, I had a thing for like everybody on the show, to be perfectly honest. Like everybody had had their own mm. level of of attraction, attractiveness. Yep. Who was Whatever. the comedian that you knew, Boston? Yeah. Whoa. Nick Pupo. Nick Popo. Nick Pupo. Uh, Pupo. I thought Boston was dying again just for a second. I did too. I thought he was so worried. <laughs> it's like his soul came back into his body. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Nick Pupo, P-U-P-O. Okay, what else has he been in? I'm going to look uh, him up. Not a whole lot. Mainly, ma- mostly <laughs> shorts. But this was his big break. But yeah, I mean, I give AMC a lot of credit for sticking with the show. Because it was never going to be a show that was going to be huge because of what it was. Mm-hmm. Right. And how they took their time. Oh, Nick Pupo. Popo? He was in a lot of episodes, 17 of them. Yeah, no, I know who yeah, he, he was. Yeah, he was Carl. Carl. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Oh, he's way. I got excited first. I thought he was coming to Utopia, but no, that's just um, IMDb's advertising. <laughs> Utopia starts next week, and I'm super excited for that show. I don't even know. Um, I haven't even heard of it. So Utopia. Also, I want to know what this. I want to know what this TV show is that he's apparently in called Apocalypse Tips with Lepster Pips. I mean, that sounds sexy. That sounds fun. He was in a Tootsie Roll parody. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get him on, man. Yeah. Next week. He'd be way better than me. So, but Utopia is, it's based on an, on a, on a British show, cult, cult classics, not a cult, well, it is a cult, cult classic, but it was from a couple of years ago. It's basically this comic book comes out and everything that happens in the comic book happens in real life. Oh. A second issue is supposedly out there and this organization wants that second issue. And these kids stumble upon it, and it's basically them trying to track d- down this down the second issue. It was huge, and and you know, it wasn't huge because it got canceled after three seasons. But David Fincher was originally uh, attached to it, but he dropped out because they wouldn't meet the budget that he wanted. So now it's oh shoot, what's her name? Gillian Flynn from Gone Girl. Yeah, the okay. one with Ben Affleck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The reviews so far have been decent. Good. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm looking for some more stuff to watch because I feel like we've hit the end of Netflix. Oh, we you know what we've been watching is Raised by Wolves. Has anybody watched this? Oh, oh I've been wanting to, but I have not. It's it's worth it um, to watch because it's 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 interesting and it, it's bleak as real bleak. 
<laughs> so if you're feeling down about like this whole pandemic and all, like maybe not really the right. So- a really Scott project is. Bleak. I know, shocking, no. and it's an alien project. It's fascinating, and it's really taken its time to to grow. And some of the acting and its actors I've never heard of in my life, and they're they've been really impressive. So it's mm. worth watching. And the other the other thing that I'm watching right now, and I don't. This is not like. Uh, I don't even know if anybody's even heard of it, but it's called Ted Lasso. Have you heard of this? Yes. Have you seen it? I uh, know, but I've heard good things. It's Apple, right? It's on Apple Plus, and it's Jason Sudeikis plays a college football coach from Kansas who gets hired to coach a um, Premier League soccer team in the UK. <laughs> and oh, it's... that's right. I've never seen that ever. It looks amazing. It is. It is way better than it has any right to be. Yes. Yes. <laughs> But it's, it's also like it makes you feel good when right that's now right. like feeling good is is kind of a that's kind, like, of, a big deal. Yeah. kind of important so yeah. you watch an episode of raised by wolves get really sad and then turn on ted laszlo ted lasso but yeah sometimes sometimes okay. we do that sometimes we, we've been watching woke with um lamorne morris okay i've heard of that's hulu right but that's a half hour as well. I mean, okay. we basically, we go into our bedroom at like nine something and just watch TV. And then at like 1030, we go and make sure our kids are asleep. Uh, but they're not usually, they're usually like YouTubing videos yep. about, Fortnite. I don't know, Among Us. Have you played this game? Uh, mm. I have not played it yet. We we just downloaded. There's a mobile version of it for free. Oh, I, I heard. I don't know. They've been playing it obsessively, and I don't know. Like, it's, I googled it, and it said something about murder, and I was like, okay. It's like Werewolf, right? Yes, it's like Werewolf or Mafia. If you ever played a game, if you played that type of game, where there's X number of players, and then like two or three of them are imposters, and so the imposters are trying to kill off everybody else while the regular people are trying to keep the ship from exploding and <laughs> figure out who the imposters are. And every time a body gets found or something gets sabotaged, there's an emergency meeting and everybody gets on the best, the best time you can do just regular chat, but the best ones are the, like, the voice chat where everybody's like, I think it was purple. So like, dude, you are purple. <laughs> All right. So it's okay. Like it's not like, you know, murder, death, kill party is- for, it is no it is no more bloody than and the graphics are super simple yeah like they're yeah, it it's super like cartoon. cartoon super cartoony okay. graphics i mean my it's kids no... have seen terminator so i probably shouldn't worry yeah it's it's no more bloody than an episode <laughs> of itchy and scratchy oh okay perfect yeah hopefully someone's head gets you know cut off and they fill a bathtub with blood yeah it's it's a crazy <laughs> thing where the where they actually the company had already started working on among us too when the first one just out of nowhere, because it's been out for a few years, just caught fire. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. Who, yeah, I remember who it was that it was some YouTuber or somebody who started playing it and it just everybody caught wind of it and it just started just fucking it blew up. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> I, I would say overnight success, except for, yeah, it was like three. Years. <laughs> it's been out for almost five years now. And you know, the people that have basically have been playing it for all that time have to be furious now. That, oh, they're so pissed that they probably were telling their friends all about it. And now everybody's in there. Uh, that's well, got to pick them so there's mad. A, there's one that a buddy of mine, because we just hadn't bought the hadn't bought the client for PC yet. 
uh, got me to download. That's a sort of a clone. Okay. Called Unfortunate Spaceman. <laughs> I like that and name better. It's <laughs> a, a cool name. It's the same plot, but like with the Unreal Engine. Oh, wow. Oh. Or an old Quake engine, maybe. Okay. That, Interesting. Yeah. And it's funny because I saw a meme that basically said, you know, this is like the graphics that they think we want, and this is the graphics we want, and it's like this game in Fall Guys. Yeah. Yeah, because these are like two of the biggest games right now. I think like the top three most played on Twitch. Yeah, huh. and they are the simplest graphics ever. Yep. I, I think people just want simple right now. I know I do. Like, How many hours I mean, of Animal Crossing of do you have? Scott, how many hours I mean, do you have to, Sarah, in Animal Crossing? Oh, you know what? I haven't played in like a week. Oh. I know. I think, everyone, because... I think if everyone has finally reached that threshold where they're like... Waiting for fall stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I I think it was like uh, work has gotten more... I mean, we were did not have a lot to do for a good long while because nothing was in production and nothing was being released. So we were just like... yeah. Had had not a lot to do, but but productions are are coming back up. Most network TV shows are shooting now, and so um, we are busier with work than we were. And then the school stuff. I have to be. I feel like I'm. My older daughter does not like to do her work, so I have to constantly remind her, like all day long. She's got other stuff to do. She's got Fortnite. Yeah, Among she's Us. Got her, she's got Among Us. She's got her friends to hang out with. She's got anime to watch. She's got, she's got so to start getting started on One Piece. Life, guys. She's got to get what? started on that One Piece. I mean, that's 900 and something episodes. That's a <laughs> She would probably do it. So, do you think theaters are going to survive all this? Do I think what? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, do you think theaters are going to survive? Theaters. Because right now, I can't see... Because everybody's drop, everybody's pushing movies back now. I mean, Wonder yeah, Woman is well, now December, but I doubt it's going to hit December. Well, the Tenet experiment was a disaster domestically. I, I don't, I genuinely don't know why they pushed putting that movie out in theaters in the U.S. Nolan has an ego. I, I'm sure that's part of it. No, and I know that. Yeah, exactly. And he, I'm pretty sure he probably has some free reign over there at Warner Brothers after Dark Knight and all that stuff. Yeah. But I, I kept wondering, like, why are you pushing this so hard? Because with New York and L.A. not being able to open theaters, like, you're losing a huge chunk of audience. Otherwise, so that was a disaster. And now the studios are all re responding to it. But like you said, moving Wonder Woman and then Marvel yeah. moved Black Widow to 2021, which then yep. pushes back Eternals and Shang-Chi. And as far as I'm aware, they haven't started filming anything else, any of the other stuff that they announced. So, I mean, that sets back there. Shang-Chi started actually filming? Yeah, they, I'm almost positive that they're almost done. If oh, not, okay. Because it was supposed to come out early next year, I think. Yeah, and I know they also pushed back Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which they were almost done with, though, before COVID shut everything down, I thought. The only reason mm -hmm. I can think, I mean, and I don't know anything about it, I don't know anything yeah. about the TV properties, really. The only thing I can think of is that maybe it ties into something that they have to wait for that to come out mm. for the movie. Well, there was always that rumor that WandaVision was going to tie into Doctor Strange, too. Yeah, I, that, I've heard that a lot. Yeah. And now no, there's the rumors that this may be where they start to introduce the mutants, maybe. I mean, it would make sense with her. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I mean, and and... They have to at some point soon, but I, I don't know what they're. I mean, then with the Black Panther stuff, I don't. I have no idea what they're going to do because that 
That yeah. was supposed to be 2022. I mean, everything's pushed back like a year and a half. So will yeah. theater survive? I think that probably, but I think I've mentioned this online a few times that I'm, I think that studios are going to buy, start buying them up again. Like they used to back in the day, they used to own movie theaters and then mm. they made laws saying they couldn't. And that law just recently got dissembled or whatever it's called. Uh. <laughs> That's not it. And so studios can buy movie theaters again. And Amazon has already bought one in LA. I think Netflix has as well, or is in the process of it. They may start, you may have to go to the studio theater to see your yeah. movies. I don't know. That might be the only way that AMC gets saved. Yeah. Because it'll be interesting. Yeah, it's on sure. pretty rocky ground right now. So if Disney could buy AMC. Well, yeah, I mean, theaters, movie theaters make most of their money off of concessions, not yeah. the movies themselves. So they're really fucked. And then Mulan was, I know, I know your feelings on Mulan, Ryan. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But, but Mulan was, was a pretty big boon for Disney in terms of money. And they get to take 100% of it. They don't have to give anything to the theaters. So. Yeah. And now the rumors, that's probably what they're going to do with the other Pixar film that was supposed to come out this year. Oh, yeah. Um, um, the one with Soul, Jamie Fox. Soul, right? Soul. Yeah, Soul. Oddly, the Ryan Reynolds movie is one of the only two that Disney did not push out of this year. Is that the, um, the video game one? Yeah. Have you guys oh seen God. the trailer for that? For which one? Uh, I've seen it memed a bunch. I haven't seen the actual trailer. It's Free Guy. Ryan, Free Guy, where Ryan Reynolds plays an NPC in like a Grand Theft Auto game. Oh, for, no, yeah, I've heard of that one. I think that's still on Disney's schedule for this year. Because Disney, last week, just started moving everything around. I think, I guess, Steven Spielberg was doing a new version of the West Side Story. Mm-hmm. And that got pushed back a full year. Joel of the, Joel of the Nile is still actually this year, because I think it got Death pushed Death on the Nile. Christmas. Death on the Nile. God. Jewel on the Nile is the second movie of the Romancing of the Stones. It series. sure is. It's not and as it good as the first one. sucks because they, they, what they did there is Romancing of the Stone Romancing of the Stone was such a huge hit that they basically put that in production right away. None of the original director or writer came back and they basically had the movie out by the following Christmas. Huh. That's why the movie. That's why the movie sucked. I only know this because a podcast I listened to was talking about *Romancing the Stone* this past week. Although I guess I could just pretend like I'm a know-it-all. <laughs> that's twice you could have just let it go, man. Yeah, you know, you I'm, I'm, just, I'm humble. Just done it. I am uh, too no, free guy humble. looks really funny. Yeah, and, and uh, Ryan I just is a great you know guy. pitch for one of my clients. She rides a Ducati and and free guy. Holla, holla, motorcycle. What it, <laughs> Oh, motorcycles. Okay. And there's a big motorcycle scene in this movie. Yes. And she's riding one of our bikes. Well, not my, I didn't make it, but one of my clients' bikes. Uh, <laughs> Ducati. Ducati. They're Italian. Jodie Comer, who was on Killing Eve, is the female yeah. lead. Oh, she's, she's in that. She's really? amazing. That's her. Uh, she's such on a good show. actress. She's... Yeah. I love Killing Eve. Oh, it's, yeah, it's good. I've seen yeah. the first season. The... And I, I need to finish it. Yeah. It's the really good. Thing about that show Adam first <laughs> nice is each season is has a different showrunner the oh, first, I didn't know that. yeah the first season was what's your face from fleabag phoebe waller bridge yep i for, i don't know who second season was and then the third season was another which always kind of worries you when there's a different showrunner each season that usually means shit went down bad but i guess that's just the gimmick is every season they bring in a new female showrunner yeah and they definitely have different vibes as well 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Season three is probably the weakest of the three seasons, but it's still decent. I don't know. I had a hard time with season two. Really? Oh, then yeah. you may not like season three. Oh, I watch. I'm I'm caught up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I just, I, I don't know. Something about season two. I think it's because I really prefer Villanelle to Eve. Yeah. Like a lot. Yeah. Villanelle is amazing. And so whenever it's not focused on her at all, it makes me really irritated. <laughs> I like Villanelle <laughs> and then Villanelle's handler. Oh, the Russian guy? Yeah. Or the always... crazy Russian woman from season three because she is batshit. She's bad. I didn't like her too much, but I like him. He's, oh, he's pretty very good. funny. Yeah. So this is the point of the show where we read our favorite Bible verses. No, <laughs> this is the point of our show. Ooh, Genesis 11? Yes, Ooh. it's the best. Spoilers, Jesus John 3.16, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> John 3. I told you she's our Austin. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I read Genesis 11 for everybody? Oh, yes. Go ahead, brother, brother and, Boston. <laughs> and now the whole world had one language and a common speech as the people moved eastward. They found a place in Shinar and settled there. They said to each other, come, let's make bricks and bake them thoroughly. And they used the brick instead of stone and tar for mortar. Then they said, come, let us build ourselves a city with a tower that reaches to the heavens so that we may make a name for ourselves. Otherwise, we will be scattered over the face of the whole earth. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower the people were building. Mm -hmm. And the Lord said, if as one people speaking the same language, they have begun to do this, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. Come, let us go down and confuse their language so they will not understand each other. Oh, Jesus, so that the Lord God scattered them. Prankster. That's the so Old the God, Testament. So the Lord scattered them from there from all over the earth, and they stopped building the city. And that is why it's called Babel, because the Lord confused the language of the whole world, because he was fucking scared of us. <laughs> That's a new version of the Bible I think you're reading from. Um, <laughs> my Bible verse of the day is, the path of the righteous man is beset on all nice. sides by the... Yeah, I'm not nice. going to that. Um, all right, so on this part of the podcast, Sarah... Is are we for our listeners something to do in between episodes? Because you know mm -hmm. we're really the only entertainment out there right now. Yeah, of course. Our people think that anyway, but that's not true. There are mm -hmm. stuff out there, so you can recommend like a TV show, a movie, a video game, whatever you want to recommend. I feel like I've done that like the whole fucking it's okay. time. Do something else. <laughs> you can say yeah. your favorite, whatever. Even if you've already talked about it before. No, Just don't Jesus. recommend something simple like, hey, I recommend pizza, guys. It's can't really guys, good. Can't you guys it's go a meal. first? Okay, I'll think go, about yeah. something that go I first, haven't Ryan. talked about. Okay. Go first. I'm going to go with a documentary series that's on HBO right now called The Vow. Ooh. Yeah, it's super good. It's basically, <laughs> it follows experience of the people that were deeply involved with a self-improvement group. But underneath that self-improvement group, there was also a sex slave type thing going on one of the main actresses from smallville is one of the ones that gets gets taken out because of the cult uh ally mac yeah it's incredible because what happens is the documentarian that did the it's a popular documentary from the early 2000s called what the fuck do we know he basically mm -hmm. became a part of this cult and they hired they wanted him to basically film the leader, Kenneth, uh, Keith Rainier's, uh messages, because he's their prophet. So he's got everything on tape, including when they start to back away once they realize what's going on inside this cult. Super good show. It's uh, it's weekly. I think they're up to episode six. I think it's seven or eight episodes. It's going to be super good show. I, I second that. 
I gasp uh -oh, at every episode. Yeah, it's super good. Especially Wait when you I realize. Get to the branding. Yes, when you realize what the brand means. Oh, oh my it's god! Fucked up. I spit some Coke Zero out. I could not believe it. Oh wow! Yeah, Your got, Coke Zero. Then I start slurping it off the carpet, going, "Oh God, why? <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> this is worse than what you did to the Power of Babel." That's, that's dark. <laughs> I got dark. Yeah. All right, Boston. What was the name of that again? The, the Vow. Vow. The Vow. Okay. Yeah. HBO um, and HBO Max. When I when I finally get HBO to uh, catch up on Lovecraft Country, I will check that out too. Such oh, I need to start that. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Yeah. All right, Boston. Let's go to go to Scott. Okay, right, Scott. So, can I recommend a show that's not new but is new to me? You know what? This is your podcast too, Scott. No. Sarah. I, I won't need you to shut your mouth. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. Um, so somehow I I have missed the boat on Shit's Creek. Mm. Ah, nice boat creek. <laughs> yeah, and I I when I started watching the show as I had multiple people recommend it to me. I was a few episodes in. I was like, man, what is the big? What is the hype of the show? And then and then all of a sudden, I don't know what it was. It just it just clicked, and I mm -hmm. freaking love the show. So How far are you, you in it? I'm on season three. Okay. I want to say. So if you're like me and you have missed the boat on Shits Creek, I implore you to watch it, but just make sure you give it a few episodes. Yeah. And respect that that show went out while it was still good. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it's, well, they've got one more season. I think they're, they're coming out it's, with to finish it. No, no, they finished it, but the last season's coming to Netflix in October. Oh, that's what it is. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Such a good show. I'm all about Alexis Rose. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit Alexis. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm with you there, buddy. Yeah. And the crazy thing is she this is like her first big role. She'd been on a few other shows, but you know, just like a guest spot, so you know, garbage. Austin. Two thumbs up. I know up. you do not recommend eating pot peanuts during podcasts. Uh, I definitely do not recommend eating podcast eating peanuts during podcasts. I thought you were gonna say penis and I was like, okay. No, no, no. always eat penis during podcasts. You always eat peanuts. Peanuts. Don't eat it's your, okay. It's yeah. your pre game it's your pre show. Don't it's in your rider. Right. <laughs> it's in your rider. Just a lot of dicks. There's <laughs> a pile of dicks, a bowl of dicks, please. Yes. Um so I'm rec I recommend Definitely, again, since since it just it, it has blown back up, yeah. Uh, Among Us is a fun little fun little game, but also just went live on just went live recently on Steam. Has been for one, Serious Sam Four. Oh, Serious Sam Four. All right. Which, if you were ever a fan of the Serious Sam series, it's back. If you were ever a fan of Duke Nukem, this is better. <laughs> Especially if you were disappointed by the Duke Nukem Forever that Gearbox shat out onto our chests. Serious <laughs> for God, we got penis and Cleveland steamers today. It's good times. Mm -hmm. Also, a game that I kept my eye on for a very long time called Going Under has gone live. Okay, and what is that? Okay, so... It's like a roguelike. I was just reading off the Steam page. It's a satirical dungeon crawler about exploring the cursed ruins of a failed tech startup. Oh, hmm. You're an unpaid intern in the dystopian city of Neo-Cascadia, and you wield office junk as weaponry as you make your way through the offbeat procedural dungeons beneath your company's campus. So, it's... It's uh, catch, it's like catch Diablo. fire the game. Yeah, it's this weird mismatch of, like, Diablo and Fortnite and Google's campus. Oh, weird. 
The graphics like, are interesting. Yeah, it's, it's that weird. It's it's very poppy cell shading, which I'm I'm a huge fan of cell shading in any way, shape, or mm-hmm. form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Wind Waker, I, yeah, baby. Really, oh uh, yeah, yeah. Which also, so here's a fun here's a fun thing I wanted to throw out to apologize slightly to Gearbox. <laughs> so so Gearbox, we, we still need you to fix your fucking Borderlands Three split screen shit. Because fun, guess what? The new the new version that they're making for the the X the PS5 and the Xbox Series X gonna have four player split screen. That's yeah. a thing. That is so shitty. So they still they have never fucking do for the. Now they haven't, but oh my god! Now that we have our our full size TV, our big TV back, yes, it's actually playable. Okay. It even though it's still like fucking. I don't know why you would need a three by thirty ratio to play a goddamn game at. Mm-hmm. But uh, it is the, it's large enough that I can actually fucking see it for once. <laughs> That's fine. So we were, we actually were able to get through some of the missions the other day, and it was very I was very happy. That's pretty good. It's crazy though they haven't actually fix fixed it with all, how many DLC packs mm-hmm. have they done? The four main DLCs are out, and they're gearing up to start doing. I think they're going to try and do just a second season this time. Okay. Rather than the headhunter packs like they did for Borderlands Two. Okay. But uh, they are they have started they have finished season one, and so nice. We'll see we'll see what happens. Nice. And that uh, going under game that's that's available on quite going a few under, systems, yeah. isn't it? Like I I think I saw it. That's for the Switch too. I believe so. It's definitely it definitely has that that Switch vibe to it. Awesome. Yeah, that's right. It's Team Seven. It's Team Seventeen, which I've always been happy with their shit. That's amazing. All right. Now, Sarah. All right. Got some time. I have had some time to think, and I'm going to, because I'm the guest and I can do whatever the fuck I want. Hell I'm yeah. Gonna, um, yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm not really an asshole. Yeah. I'm going I'm, <laughs> to I'm gonna um, recommend an old show, which I've already talked about today, but I really think people need to watch Halt and Catch Fire if you haven't watched it. It's Lee Pace, who's super mm-hmm. hot. But it's also got Kira Bechet in it and Scoop McNary and um, Mackenzie Davis. And it is just phenomenal. Mackenzie Davis. She's so hot. It might be one of the the best shows of the last 10 years that I've ever seen. Oh, for real. For sure. Yeah, that and the Americans are two shows I wish had gotten bigger. Ryan, this is my time, damn it. Sorry. Sorry, you're right. Go ahead. Keep talking. I'm sorry. I'm a I'm bad host. Ryan, Ryan became the host and fell into his head, Sarah. I know yeah. it's just real shitty. And <laughs> then, um, I have you guys talked about the boys at all? No, we have talked. <laughs> no, never. No. We have never talked about the boys. Never. In show. Well, you know, it's a show on Amazon. No, have you talked about it recently? Mm, I don't think we have. No, because season two is airing right now weekly on Amazon, and mm. it's just fucking fun. Like it does the weirdest, most twisted shit that you just don't expect to have happen but everything on it like i always enjoy watching the show because it is just having a great time and it blew up a whale and it's like and <laughs> they, they just they don't give a shit and it's uh, amazing and right now sometimes you just need that the um, episode was amazing yeah it was yeah, fantastic. We talked about it last episode because dean's coming to the show oh, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, f- oh yeah fine. yeah not not you not you sarah but oh, no, Sarah Dean. <laughs> oh, I'm Sarah Dean. Oh, there was another Dean. I'm gonna have to go kill him. Yeah. There can be Dean only from, one. Uh, Supernatural is oh. coming to season three. We're, we're, I was real excited. Jensen, about oh. Jensen Ackles. Jensen Ackles. Yes. Yeah. Oh, no, just call him Dean. But you know. Um, yeah, also, yeah. Um, I'm just gonna say this: vote, 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 vote. November third, yeah. vote. 
for Trump, Jesus right? Christ, no. Fuck you. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Wow. Okay. And there's also a spinoff coming out for boys. Why do we why do we kick off the network again? I have no idea. <laughs> Ryan Ryan said I could swear as much as I no, wanted. Probably Boston, if we supported Trump, we would have probably been able to stay on the network. <laughs> that's that was <laughs> oh, that's that's true. True. <laughs> um, we don't we don't get we you know, we don't get political on here. Why do we get yeah. kicked off again? Hey, one quick thing with RBG. Um her documentary, which is super good is on hulu and if mm. you have theaters that are open and you feel safe i know they're playing it in the theaters this weekend rbg and then um the movie about her life the i forgot who on the basis it. of sex yep and both of those are being shown uh this weekend in theaters um but please vote like sarah says even though vote, we're, vote, in a, vote. we're in a state where it doesn't really matter don't say that <laughs> your vote matters i live in california it matters <laughs> If, uh, believe me, if enough of the if enough of the disenfranchised in Tennessee would get off their asses and vote, we could put the red boys under. But, yeah, but that doesn't happen, unfortunately. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway. keep, keep trying. You've got Taylor Swift in your corner, guys. Yeah, we do. Do it, do it for Dolly. Do it for Taylor Swift. Exactly. Uh, Dolly Parton is a gift to all. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, on that note. That's going to be a people. sad day when she passes. Wait, I don't I'm sorry. Wow. I don't okay. want to think about that. So, without any further ado, wow. uh, we thank you all so very don't much. Don't die, Dolly. Beautiful people of the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Don't die, Dolly. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan, if Dolly Parton is dead by the next time we do our podcast, <laughs> we, we don't have words. Okay, so. That's what, her, that's what her triple Ds mean. Don't <laughs> die, Dolly. Yeah. Before, the last, <laughs> before oh, the last episode, we lost. She's way bigger than triple D, trust yeah. me. <laughs> Oh, she is. Uh, before the last episode, we lost Chadwick, and then before this one, we lost her. Uh, RBG, not Dolly Parton. <laughs> yes. So I'm scared to do podcasts right now. But here oh, we are. Calm down. Especially since that's the industry I'm about to get into here in the real world. Murdering? Uh, people, people are dying all the time. It's not necessarily our fault. Wait, are you becoming an undertaker? Uh, are you a hitman? I, that's not a hitman. I, I, I may be... Uh, in a trial period right now to begin driving for funeral homes to move the dead to from oh. place to place. Oh, okay. a hearse? Like uh, driving a hearse? Less less conspicuous. Uh, oh, like, so you the body from the morgue to the sim to the funeral uh, home. specifically to a crematorium. Oh, Ooh. Mm-hmm. I got to spend the afternoon once in a crematorium, and it was depressing. Were you in Germany? No, this was in uh, Maryland. This, this one wasn't that depressing. It was more because it's it's like just a warehouse, like hmm. any other warehouse you would find. There's just two big burners in there, oh. and it was like, wow, this is this is the most American thing I've ever seen. This is the saddest ending to any episode we've ever had. So it's, it's anyway, it's it's fascinating. Where's we're that moving. song I'll, you I'll were playing this. earlier? Can we I, add like this, a link to this part can out. we can no keep it, but can we add a link to puppies at the end of the episode? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just like say, hey, after you finish this episode, look, go here. Puppies. Yeah, I think that's death a good is, idea. Death is a natural idea. Yeah. Of the world. Everybody's everybody's happy. And not a crematorium for puppies. No, no. no, no that one, Ryan! That one's one next door. I'm gonna have to unfriend you on Facebook. Uh, that one, could, that one's I'm next door. Super depressed right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Vote if you if you haven't voted or if you're not registered, go do it now. Yeah, because you're running we, out of time. Yes, vote. Vote, vote or we cremate puppies. Vote. All right, y'all. 
<laughs> Good night, everybody. Thank you. You led us to this. Yay, Sarah. Sarah. Thank you, so much thank for, you for having us. me. And, thank you. Uh, so are you. Oh. So we're all going to hell. Yeah. Uh, no shit. We'll catch, you all, catch you on the next one. Yeah. Thank right. you so much. Bye. Bye. Oh.